the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. I have to tell you that as we were in the news, I looked up and, and standing across from me, smiling, and I'd be smiling too if yesterday the day was named for me, is the one, the only Steve Forbes. Hello, Mr. Forbes. Welcome to uh, Pure Pelk on the Blaze. Uh, great to be here. Thank you. Uh, and how did it feel yesterday to have Oscar Goldman uh, declare Steve Forbes Day in Las Vegas? Well, Oscar Goodman is a legend in uh, Las Vegas, former mayor for 12 years. His wife is now uh, serving as mayor. Yeah. So the emperor and the empress of uh, Las Vegas, and <laughs> <laughs> to get a day named after me, and uh, uh the name will stay here, I guess, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's a great honor and a, an extraordinary town. Is that in, in perpetuity that exists so that on every uh, July 19th or July 20th, what is it, July 19th? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's the 20th. Will every July 20th in perpetuity be uh, Steve Forbes Day in Las Vegas? I don't think so, but uh, in my mind it will be. Well, good, good. <laughs> what, what does that get you? Does it get you a, a front of the line at the buffet table here? Gets me a nice proclamation. That's good. That archaeologists years from now will be wondering, who is this man that the uh, capital of the world so honored? Because 10,000 years from now when archaeologists dig up Las Vegas, they're going to think it was the center of the world. They had the Eiffel Tower here, so they're going to think that France was colonized by Las Vegans. Uh, they have uh, the there's, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, there's oh, a New oh, York oh, section oh, here. New York section, so they're going to wonder, who are these people who uh, colonized the world? I, I had never taken it from that angle. but that's See, this is what happens at Freedom Fest. You get different thinkers who give you their approach and their angle on things. And if you have an open mind, if you have a, a flexibility in your philosophies, you can certainly learn many different things. And I think it also increases your personal power. That's just a personal belief. But what does Freedom Fest mean to you, sir? Well, it's uh, people coming together, and we used to call it brainstorming. <laughs> but uh, you know, going back to medieval times, uh, merchants would come from all over Europe to these uh, fairs. Uh, obviously to sell merchandise, but also to get tips on uh, what was happening and uh, what are the things you do and shouldn't do. And so here, too, at uh, Freedom Fest, uh, people come here, hear uh, great presentations, <clears throat> good debates and the like, but also uh, intermingling and uh, talking with uh, serendipitously uh, people of a like mind, and you may come up with ideas to uh, push the cause of liberty more effectively. So this is kind of like, uh, we used to say the golf course was where most business was done. But there's business happening here. Freedom uh, business. Uh, freedom business. And, uh, you know, a number of people, including Jefferson, observed uh, liberty requires eternal vigilance. Uh, government is always going to expand if you don't stop it like weeds in a garden. Yeah. So uh, you got to got to keep on top of it. Pull well, the weeds out and plant the good stuff. We we love that you are here and and sharing your wisdom, especially as we were talking during the break. Steve Forbes is our guest on Pure Pelka from Freedom Fest, and we were talking during the break about the events of the day because uh, I I look at Sean Spicer resigning and Scaramucci stepping in, and I I asked you the question and I want to ask it again. Has it ever been this weird in America before? We've never had a situation where each day you wonder what's going to crop up. So yeah. I think you have to look at it as uh, two parallel universes. Uh, the one that the press loves to cover, call it reality TV, and the other, uh, the real stuff that's going on. For example, this deregulation push, every president gives verbal uh, bow to it, yeah. but this is the first one who's actually taken it seriously. 
Uh, Congress has already passed 15 separate bills uh, repealing forever regulations uh, from previous years. Uh, stroke of the pen, they've done a lot more. You see the EPA starting to actually pay attention to real science again yeah. and not waging a holy war against energy. Uh, you see Education Department realizing it's supposed to be for education and not pandering to uh, the teachers' unions. And uh, on you go. And uh, the, the Internet, uh, getting it away from 1932-style dial-up technology that Obama imposed, which would ultimately have wrecked the Internet. Uh, now that's being liberated by the new forces at the FCC. Well, I love seeing the, the regulation walls come tumbling down and then setting loose pure capitalism. But I still go back to, uh, you know, but for the corporate tax rate and the way we are oppressing businesses and forcing them offshore with these gigantic tax rates, what, what's keeping us from getting that done? Well, the Republicans, everyone focuses on the White House and Donald Trump. But uh, big villains are the leadership of Congress. Paul Ryan uh, pushing this crazy 20% national sales tax border oh. tax, which would slam working families. Most bizarre thing I've ever seen. And then plus his decision, oh, uh, because we worship the Congressional Budget Office as if uh, they're the Delphic Oracle, which everyone knows is hocus pocus <laughs> anyway, uh, they put health care first, which is very difficult, instead of a good pure tax cut. And uh, so as a result, uh, we'll get a tax cut this year, and I hope these guys recognize, make it retroactive. So you, therefore, if you pass it late in the year, it doesn't matter. Make it retroactive to uh, April 1st or January 1st and uh, move forward. And as for Paul Ryan, you remember a movie back, I think it was in the 70s, early 80s, uh, was called The Body Snatchers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Donald Sutherland at the end, uh, they, they get to him and he turns the camera and starts growling with his bent finger. The body snatchers got <laughs> Paul Ryan. The, you know, that's, <clears throat> I had such high hopes for Paul Ryan. And, well, for and, years he was pretty good, and yeah. then the body snatchers got him. There were pods in the hall. Yes, there were. <laughs> we didn't know it. <laughs> we, we didn't pay attention. So we had, people got them. I can't believe we've had an Oracle of Delphi reference and a Body Snatchers reference in the same five-minute window. Uh, I guess that's what you get. Well, well, it shows the the paucity of uh, imagination in Washington. Yeah. Uh, at least the Delphic Oracle had a lot of smoke and uh, good stuff. <laughs> the Romans did even better with Vestal Virgins. Maybe they had a bit of Las Vegas genes in them in advance. <laughs> And uh, but uh, the CBO, this dry stuff that's no more worth than a daily horoscope. Well, and, and nobody goes back to the previous history of the CBO projections. And They're said, always wrong. You weren't even close. They're you always wrong. <laughs> but uh, they, they pretend to take it seriously. And if the CBO had any ability, they wouldn't be at the CBO. They'd be getting on the Forbes rich list with their fabulous predictions. Perfect, so just ask the next example. time you see a CBO guy, what's the weather next week? I can't tell you, you know. <laughs> It's a fraud. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so with it. Uh, his name is Steve Forbes. He comes from a, a, a family legacy of capitalism. You know, I, I, I love the fact that capitalism, is there a gene for capitalism or do you think it's taught? Uh, I think it's imbibed and uh, you have to have the right environment. And uh, one of the things that's happened, uh, we've seen time and time again, people who were once doing great stuff somehow lose the uh, knack yeah. for it. So uh, that's why we've got to keep an open society. So uh, if uh, the oldies uh, get a little uh, set in their ways, you've got the uh, entrepreneurs of any age coming along and uh, making our lives better. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And we, we've talked on this show about the fact that 
when the when the 19th century turned the 20th century, there were reports that everything's already been invented. We don't need anything new. And then we roared into the 20th century. And then it seems like at the end of the 20th century, we felt like, oh, we're comfortable. We've got computers and great cars. And then you have these innovators who disrupt and turn the world on its side. And you have the Elon Musks who's going to bore a hole from New York to D.C. <laughs> and get us there in 29 minutes, even if it never happens. Just thinking about it, get somebody sure. else thinking. Well, maybe every, every, we could. Every, every idea is preposterous until it becomes uh, an accepted common. Until somebody does it, yeah. <laughs> and then that's and, the reality. Uh, and uh, talking about uh, the 19th century, there's a wonderful story in the 1880s in uh, England, discussing telephones. And uh, this guy, Eminence, said uh, telephones would work in America because it's a spread out continental country, so there'd be need for it. But he said, in a compact country like England. We don't need phones. We've got all these uh, <laughs> telegraph boys moving around, delivering telegrams several times a day. So we don't... Well, you're going to put them out of business. You're going to lose jobs. Who needs a phone? <laughs> Plus, you had to tip the tele. I forgot guy. about that. Yeah. Yes, we do. Steve Forbes, you are uh, you are such a, a, a gracious person to stop by and join us today. Well, thank you for having uh, me on. What what is it? Leave us with one one thought for the future. What should be we be paying attention to going forward? If I knew the future, I'd be on our rich list. And uh, <laughs> when you make the list, you've got an advantage. <laughs> but uh, you know, the last two years should make us all humble. But uh, since we're celebrating Forbes' 100th anniversary, just look at what's happened in the last hundred years. Despite yeah. the attacks still going on to this day against free enterprise, capitalism, depressions, world wars, totalitarian regimes of unprecedented murderousness and the 9-11 and everything else that's going on, but look at the huge advances in the standard of living and opportunity. In the last 30 years, the number of people around the world living in dire poverty has fallen in half. Now, if you go out and ask people, where is poverty gone and dire poverty gone in the world the last 30 years, they'd say it's doubled. They don't realize every day 150,000 people get out of dire poverty. We need to sell the hope based on the facts of yes. what capitalism and freedom have done. Exactly. It's, it's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that, Steve Forbes. Thank you. Have a great rest of Freedom Fest, and you thank too. you for being thank here. You. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.